Hey everyone, this is Nate with Can You Entertainment. Hope you're having a great week. Uh, this is going to be episode two for uh, the podcast with DJ Be Easy. Um, sorry, we don't have a uh, current show name uh, that we come up with just yet, but be on the lookout. We will come up with that. But in the meantime, you'll always find us under Can You Entertainment. You may uh, also find uh, other podcast interviews at times, but um, just know that this podcast will continue on this feed. Uh, I have no intentions of wanting to, you know, add different feeds and make it confusing. So, at any rate, uh, what we look to do each and every week is to cover um, topics in hip-hop and music news and industry, you know, from an industry background uh, as you may have heard on the previous podcast, DJ Be Easy currently is on Shade 45 every Sunday with the LA Leakers. He also is uh, at uh, Power 106 here in LA um, and in many other places uh, as well. So you get a chance to get a, a perspective from um, a DJ that has worked with, you know, many artists and also currently working, you know, with, with new artists as well. Um, so I, I hope you're enjoying it. You know, we, we look to, you know, keep it interesting and fresh and, you know, overall positive. We're not looking to, you know, gossip and everything else. So I appreciate anybody who has been listening. Please share, please rate, uh, whether you're finding us on iTunes, Stitcher, or don't mind that, that's my cat. <laughs> and uh, whether it's those two places or our main site, which is canyou.podbean.com. Um, if there are any other places, I will uh, make sure to mention them. Um, you could follow me at Nate in LA. That's N A T E N I N L A 1. On Twitter, um, and you could follow uh, Be Easy at Be Easy, yeah, Be Easy the DJ on Twitter. That's the letter B Easy E A Z Y the DJ. Uh, and that's it. The information, other information, is included on this podcast. So please check all that out too, and sit back, relax, and enjoy. Podcast. So, I'm happy with the uh, with so the last podcast. Everything was good. It sounded good. Yeah. Good. It sounded good. Yeah, I was a little wondering how it was gonna be, but I was pretty sure it'd be all right. But uh, it's actually better than I even thought. So, yeah. Yeah. especially with like the background that we have going on. <laughs> yeah, it definitely adds a, a, a good ambiance to the <laughs> to the whole conversation. So. So, anyways, and uh, this beer isn't that bad either. It's pretty. Good. It's all right. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. It's actually. And not because I'm not a Sam at like a regular Sam Adams kind of person, but there's little specialties when they do. I'm a Hennessy guy, so yeah. The beer, I drink beer every <laughs> little every here and now there. and then, yeah, <laughs> to to maintain my uh, my toughness <laughs> as a man yeah, to keep keep your man 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 card still alive. Yeah, keep like, my I'll man have, card very the, valid. I have well, if beer. you have Hennessy to me, I'm like, you're, well, yeah, that's you're fine, true. Man. <laughs> that's more of a hood card than a man card. <laughs> I'll tell you, the first time I had Hennessy was out here. Uh, this guy, this guy worked with. He was uh, friends with that. That I think he was like friends with the alcoholics crew and stuff. I think he was yeah. working with them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if, what was his nickname? It was name, but it was like his street name, whatever. Uh-huh. Can't think of it right now. It was like real easy. But anyways, he lived at Pacoima. I lived up in Lakeview Terrace at the time. And we go to roll out, and he he's like, you know, you you want to try some Hennessy? You ever had Hennessy? I'm like, nah, I never really had. It. I mean, I knew of it, but I was like, nah, I've never had it. You know, he goes. 
He goes, I like to put it in the Mar- uh, Martinelli, you know, the, the apple juice. The apple juice. And he's yeah, like, and it's, he goes, juice. you can roll with it. It doesn't look all weird. Because it blends. Yeah. And it was like, I was like, okay, cool. And we're just rolling out to some club in L.A. at the time. And I was like, it was perfect. I was like, what a combination, you know. And then later, of course, had it like straight. I'm like, you know. Yeah, it's definitely one of them drinks that'll make you. Oh. It'll get you. Either you fighting or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Either you in a really good mood or a really or bad mood. Yeah. With Hennessy, so yeah, yeah. Hennessy and apple juice is definitely a, a good mix. It is, yeah. it is. But uh, I made the mistake one time, or we, me and this friend, made a mistake one time. We were cruising Sunset. We we're just doing the Hennessy thing at the time. Back when Sunset was like real crazy, mm-hmm. and we were going to. It was Miyagi's at the time. Uh-huh. Remember, do you remember that? Yeah. And um, so we were like, get out, like, you cool? We're like, yeah, man. We're both like, yeah. We're not going to have anything. We're good. Uh-huh. And we get up in there. Of course, you know, then you're like, I think I'm going to get a little something. So we go up and freaking get beer and then sake. Oh, yeah. You were sick. Oh. Yeah, you were sick after that. I was, I was okay. Like, yeah. but my friend... We're driving, and I just had my car clean. My car was new at the time. Okay. Saki was making it. Yeah, I felt, and I, I was mad, but I felt bad for him at the same time because he yeah. was so. I know he was embarrassed. And oh shit. yeah, he's going through it. But yeah. the next day, I got sick as hell. I got sick of it. Right, it it's gonna. Is yeah. that mixture? <laughs> it wasn't happening. Yeah, Saki, I'm cool on Saki. But well, uh, by itself is fine. But you know. last week, I I got I got bad drunk last yeah. week. Yeah, <laughs> I was in a club with my friends. We went out to. To this club, uh, One Oak in Hollywood, and I was, I was just, you know, pouring drinks for people and having fun, having fun, and I wasn't really drinking that much, right? You know, but the problem was I hadn't ate before I drank. Yeah, yeah man. And then next thing I know, I was passed out. I woke up and I didn't. I blacked out basically. Yeah. I was still conscious, but I just don't remember. Yeah, yeah, well, period there. I don't remember a short <laughs> period of time throughout the night. And uh, those yeah, are man. always good. No, nah, not the next day. It's <laughs> They're not. not good the next day, but I'm just saying at the time. You're yeah, like, at the time yeah. it's definitely fun. It's definitely fun. Yeah, it sucks. But anyways, uh, off that. But uh, so, so uh, you want to talk about? You're meeting with, uh, or running into, I should say, with Lady of Rage. Oh, man. You want to go right into that a bit? or? Yeah, we were actually going to a club on, uh, me and my friends were going to a club on Hollywood and Highland. And we are just walking up. Um, my friend, Jess Incredible, was DJing. And we're walking up. And I see, like, three ladies, four ladies walking. And one of them happens to be Rage. And I'm like, wow, that's Rage. And I had just had a conversation with her about her. And I'm like, probably like a few, like a month ago, probably. And I went over there and I introduced myself. And she was like, really like, nice. Just like, hey, what's up? Oh, nice to meet you. Just really, really nice. And... But we were also rushing in the club, you know, because we were in the front of the club. So it's like, all right, see you later, got to go. Yeah. So um, we got in, and I was like, I told myself, if I see her again, I'm going to just go up to her and, you know, get a picture. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. So we went in the club, and throughout time, she was going in there for a birthday party for um, a comedian, um, Linnell, I think it is, lady with the blonde hair. Yeah, I think of She's having a birthday party there, so... We were in the other part of the club party and having a good time, so it was so many people on stage. I was like, ah, let me get off stage, walk around, get away from this crowd. And I see Rage in there, and she's taking pictures with everybody. And um, I went up to her, and before I could even say anything, she said, I'm not taking no picture with you. <laughs> and I look, and she's like, no, I'm just playing. She gave me a big hug because she remembered me prior yeah. you know, from the beginning of the club. And so we laughed, and uh, we ended up talking for about an hour. Oh, wow. Just about, like, uh, her start at Death Row, you know, um, coming up with the concept of Afro So you had a podcast, basically, right? Yeah, I I definitely had a podcast. I definitely had a podcast. That's cool. But um, 
Man, she was so cool, man. She, I was just trying to tell her how much she meant to not only me, but to that generation of oh, music yeah, and to the hip-hop culture. Because yeah. from my understanding that at that time, she was like the biggest female MC mm-hmm. at that time other than Yo-Yo for the West Coast. Oh, for sure. Well, actually, she, yeah. At that time, yeah. she was coming out with a roster. Yeah, she was kind of like, Yo-Yo was was real, was real big. Mm-hmm. And then when Rage came, but being a part of that whole process. Because Yo-Yo had Q, like, but yeah. Rage had Snoop, yeah. the Dog Pound, Dre. But it was something about like that timing of it and her yeah. and like her sound. It was like and she wrote chick. all her own raps. Yeah, and like she um she was tight. She rapped is for tight. me. She rapped for me. Oh really? A verse that she did for, for one of the premiere songs. And as she's rapping, I'm listening to her. I'm like, man, this is the lady I like. She's a grew true up <laughs> watching her. Yeah, and like listening to her music. Yeah. And I have a friend, um, Mecca Morris, she's a rapper, and I kind of like, she asked me about female MCs, and she's from New York, and I was like, yo, check out Rage, because Rage is the one, like, for us on the West yeah, Coast. Yeah. And, I, and not to discredit any female MC before Rage or after Rage, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, from the West Coast or any other coast, but... She was the one for me that really grabbed my attention mm-hmm. because she was just, I couldn't figure out how, like, she's on this roster with all these gangsters and she's just holding it down. But she brought Literally. it that tough, too. And, and she brought it as hard yep. as they did. Yep. So, um, I told her about it and she started researching and listening to her. She's like, yo, she's dope. Like, the way you know her lyrical content. And so I was explaining to Rage that. I'm like, yo, you have an impact and you have like a, a movement that can never be killed because you, you your style of rap you wrote your own lyrics you you had your own style and she was just talking to me about the Afro Puffs and how she came up with the concept and she said she was just going through a um, a photo album and she's seen a picture of her I think it was her niece or her cousin that had Afro puffs mm-hmm. and she says that's Canada. what she wanted to do because everybody else was doing the braids and right. different stuff like that she wanted to come with something different and like <laughs> that's we really just fun. had such a like heart to heart conversation it felt like I knew her for years and um they were shooting a movie on Hollywood Boulevard so they had Hollywood Boulevard closed down um, it was late night it wasn't really a lot of people out there but like she looked down and she's like, "They shooting the movie? Come on, let's go down there and get in it." <laughs> and I'm like, "Wow, like she's that's how nice she is. Yeah, like, that's how cool she is. Yeah. You know? And she wasn't drunk. She doesn't drink. Yeah, she's just chilling. You know, drinking water. But she was just a really um, vibrant, like great person. And for her to have that conversation with me, I walked out the club and we just stood outside and just talked. That's cool. Is talked. she still? Is she working on something currently? Or? She would premiere. She says she's working on some with stuff with premiere. premiere. Okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, shout out to Rage, man. Yeah. Shout out to Rage. Shout out to Premiere too. I, I love Rage. I forever love Rage for that moment. And um, she'll remember me. Yeah. So next time I see you, Rage, I, I want another hug and another good conversation. Right. So, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, she's dope. a legend in my book forever. Yeah. Forever. No, she definitely is. Like, you know, it, it's. Like fast as that all happened when she came out and that whole yeah. and every not just her the whole thing and yeah she means a lot to the culture man yeah she really she does is. she's huge and then she went from rapping to acting too you know for a short time a lot of okay. people forget about that she did she was on um, Steve Harvey show oh, okay she did the Steve Harvey show in its prime she did the Friday Friday movie right right right, right. she was on a she's on a nice little role but yeah. I look forward to her, you know, bringing out some more material and just doing her thing, man. I love her. Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, I was, what was coming up? I seen, um, well, obviously the big thing, you know, going to go on for a while is Kendrick Lamar's new album. Yeah, he just shot a video. um, And then I saw that there was, uh, it was like kind of a surprise thing the other night. Yeah, he, he did that on Sunset. 
on yeah. Sunset. He did like a performance on the back of a truck on Sunset, oh, okay. like just going down Sunset. And then also he shot a video um, last night at the Compton Swap Meet, which is now closed. Oh, yeah. But he shot the video on top of the Compton Swap Meet. Oh wow, crazy! Like tight. Yeah, man, he's. I'm glad he's representing the city good, man. We need it. Cause yeah. We don't have nobody else but, but, but game. Yeah. You know, um, holding the, the, the torch and content game, the quick, and for us to have that new, young, like, fresh right. talent. Right, to carry that torch. To carry that torch for the, you know, yeah. for hip also, Yeah, and also be a representative and yeah. represent, you know, this generation, yeah. you know, that's coming up there, you know, not just trying to, you know, Rekindle something that's you know gone. He's not so on no. Not he's not on no gangster shit. Yeah. He's just like he's being himself and, and really putting out um, good music. And, and I yeah. love that. And like we had the last conversation prior um, in the last podcast, he's a good person. Yeah. You know, genuinely a good person. So I'm I'm happy for everything that's going on for Kendrick, and I pray and hope that he, he continues that as his Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I think it's amazing. I think it's it's just really it's just bringing a breath of fresh air in a lot of ways. Not just for the West Coast. I think it's like bigger than that. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it is it's for the culture bigger. and for music yeah. in general. Yeah, the, 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 it's bringing it. The, the instrumentation, yeah. the instrumentation on the music, like the just the who's, whole. Who's his producer? Or um, I'm sure he has probably Terrence a few Martin, people. a lot of, a lot of like. Are they dope. local guys? For real, Terrence Martin, yeah, Terrence Martin is. Okay, he's dope. He does a lot of production for a lot. Yeah, I mean, I know he's had Dre of course and yes. all that. But uh, Terrence Martin is one of the one of the main producers on the album. Also, okay, um, he's amazing. He's produced a lot of hits, and um, I think I've heard his name. And I'm pretty sure he has um, a slew of other like you know I know Pharrell's on the on the album. Oh, cool. Yeah. So yeah, I gotta I gotta finally sit down and really check it out. Oh yeah, you'll love it. It's so. really soulful. You love it. Yeah, you love it. Yeah, what I've heard, I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. You know, anything I've heard with him, I'm like, it's gonna be hard. For, like this. Nice. It's gonna be hard. Uh, I think the next biggest album we're gonna get, it's probably gonna be Kanye. As far as yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Music wise, and he's and I like what he was just. Did you hear his interview? They were kind of asking him about the next one. I don't know. It was, it was on the Breakfast Show, I think. That oh, was yeah, pretty Breakfast good. Interview. Club. Breakfast yeah. Club, yeah. and um, he said he this that he wants to come back with more of a music vibe, yeah. not so much like the last one, like going off a bit. Which I I appreciate that. I like yeah. when people do that, really, even if I don't like all of it. Yeah, you know? whatever. I think whatever he does is going to be epic. Cause yeah, he's, so, he's, he's gonna a genius. Be yeah. He knows it. He knows it. Even if he's crazy and, <laughs> yeah. and has a you know unlikable persona. <laughs> I love him, man. Everything I don't care. Do, I don't everything care. he does is, is genius but to me. He's people smart. Go crazy. Oh yeah, they hate. A lot of people hate Kanye. But, but you know what? It, you know what else though? It's this. It's a what he's. It, there's some other people that have this too. But him in particular, there's a hate there. But there's people at the same time they 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 want. They want to hear the good music because oh, yeah. they do. They're, they're fans. They're actually fans too. Right. Even if right. even if they don't, like they don't. It. They don't act like it. Yeah. They want to. They want to hear what's next. So yeah, he, put, he puts out. He's one of those people. It's like kind of play. You could play both on that. You know? I, I love Kanye, man. I, I find myself defending him a lot when he goes on his rant. Yeah, and, I have know, to to some degree. I, I I always defend him. Yeah. Even with the. Well, my thing is listen. I, if somebody would bring that up, it's like, look, listen to the whole thing. Like, I get these snippets of things at award shows, mm-hmm. but like when it comes to interviews, like, sit down and listen to one of his interviews. You'd be, I, you'd be surprised. It's kind of interesting. The only thing I couldn't really defend him on was the Bono situation when he when he spoke out about Bono and he just yeah some nonsense. I understand. <laughs> he, he was just in the moment. He yeah. apologized. That's, yeah. and, you know, it is what it is. But that's what he, I think. That's what he does a lot. He's yeah. in the moment. and He just. <laughs> he says what he wants, but at the end of the day, Kanye is an amazing artist. He's a oh, yeah. producer. He's talented, and and he and you know what? He's, he's not innovative. He, he busted his ass. Man. Oh yeah, and, and that's why uh, he comes. He's he's I one of the rare. He, there's not many guys that, especially as a rapper, to his level. Yeah, there's 
I don't can't think of all right. I can't really think of anybody that's come from being a producer guy mm-hmm. and to turn into this guy. And it's that's like, why I respect him so much. Because when he talks shit about like, he's like, yeah, you know, like nobody believed in me, and I feel that same way coming up in the industry. It's like nobody believes in you. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. You know, it's kind of like they looking at you crazy, and then when you make it. And you just like, okay, now I'm a stunt because mm-hmm. I've been trying to tell y'all this and y'all wasn't listening. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been trying to tell y'all I was a man with the beats. Y'all wasn't listening. I've been trying to tell y'all I was a man with the rhymes. Y'all wasn't listening. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm the man with the beats and the rhymes, I'm going to make y'all I'm gonna make y'all listen. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to talk shit while I'm doing it because mm-hmm. I can. Yep. Because I can back it up. You know? Yep. It's like, yo, if you could... If you can back up the shit that you talk, I don't mind. Yeah. Like, yeah, talk yeah, all yeah. the shit you want to. Right. Jordan, Kobe, you know, any Tiger Woods, no matter what. Yeah, those are unfortunate. If you can. You have the accolades. You have the accolades and you can present that quality of work. Right. It's like, what can you say to somebody? Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, yeah. He, he does what he does and he does it well. And I respect Kanye. And. He's a genius, man. No, people he's an interesting guy, man. People really don't give him enough credit, even though they do, but the people that, like, talk bad about him, it's like, come on, man. Well, we're in a snippet culture. Mm-hmm. It's a snippet culture. Oh, not just music, everything. And yeah, everything people. is a quick... Small piece. It's all about a quick reaction, so... Yeah. When Sherman... Richard Sherman looks crazy, and he's... They don't look like the overall... Yeah, or Sherman. whoever, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Kanye, and, and you get this one part, you know, and then... You have to listen to, but if you listen to an interview, I'm sorry. Even if you spend ten minutes, you'll be like, okay, so smart. you'll be interested. I don't understand. People are, yeah, people, but people are that just. It's like I said. It's, it's even with the Dame Dash. Did you hear the Dame Dash interview? Very good. This this is what I like about Dame Dash. He may have um, a harsh approach and a tough love kind of situation when he talks, but in the overall picture. He's saying that we all got to work for somebody and make you make your money how you make your money. But the overall goal is setting up something for the future, Mm -hmm. for your kids, for your life, so that at the end of the day, you don't have to work for nobody. Your kids don't have to work for nobody. Right. You have your own business. Right. And people take that because he talks the way that he talks and they take it as like, oh, he's crazy and blah, blah, blah. And don't get me wrong, a lot of people don't want their own business. Yeah. It's too much. It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. Yeah, it's hard. But I understand what he's saying. He's saying be your own boss at the end of the day. Don't be content with the nine to five lifestyle if that's not what you want. Yeah. No, he was... If that's what you want, then... Right. But he was giving some real good little gems there, man. man. And he comes from... See, I like... He comes from... um, He's coming from... um, The particular era of hip-hop. I mean, he's coming from the business part, but like... In general, like the rapper, like your, your rappers or whoever, it was a it was a thing of like, um, I mean, they had to get obviously you had to get under some label or something yeah. like that, but yeah. there was still this part of that that attitude of the culture of like I'm still I'm building this from the ground up right here. I'm gonna you know guys were doing side business, you know Fat Joe yeah. was getting laundromat, you know all these guys, yeah. and. Um, I mean, we still have that to today. Obviously, you got guys, and now they're now they're, it's starting but now to go they're, back to that. It's starting to go back to the from yeah. the ground up situation. Right, right. Yeah. But now, but now they're you know they're actually not in every case, but in some cases, I mean, they're getting to do more than guys did years ago because you know how popular how popular this culture and music is, you know, and and the, and that you got because you have a generation of guys like myself. Or, or older now they're running companies and they're willing to be like oh hell yeah I like your yeah you can come over here it's not like this old white Separation. dude that yeah. would have nothing to do with it or unless you found that one cool like way back Malcolm Forbes was chilling with Ice-T and Ice-T was tripping you know and he was this old dude that would why, why would he even be into it? But he, but he got the, from a different perspective. Got it the, yeah, so and yeah, they're but, willing to pull in that exactly. That but now talent, it's yeah. like you got this, you know, a whole different setup. So, but now I think the the thing that changed that was digital. Everything, everything went digital. So it's kind of like 
it's in our hands to, to yeah you can do something with you know it. independent mm -hmm. you know distribution um, yeah once you could you know, get you with the make. distribution game that was the biggest thing because forever it was like sure guys were learning the label game I could get my label let me get a distribution deal it's still a good thing to do if you can but now it's now it's like oh shit I could go through a tune port go through an empire I guess or there's a few other ones I'm sure I don't know about. And I could do this all myself. But at first it wasn't like that. No, before the digital, not even. Before the digital era, it wasn't like that. No. It was just like... You'd have a record label and hopefully you get a distribution. Deal. Right, so now that everything is digital, you can get you can get your distribution deal, your record company. Everything. Um, ASCAP, BMI. Um, you can do all this stuff. You can do all this stuff from your iPhone. Mm -hmm. Like you can go on the internet and just you know release music, YouTube, everything. Yep. And, um, and this is really enough. This is this is like six years barely yeah. we're into. Yeah, if you so, really think about it. So that's 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 coming to age of where like okay, if I want to put out a song, I don't have to wait for a record label. I got my own label. I do what I want to when I want to. I'm putting it out. You don't need a release that, date. You can just drop yeah. it. Yeah, and that's what um, kind of shifted the actual record the way the record companies operate and also it shifted the the sales and records also because the music was more accessible because if you remember back in the day 2000 99 95 mm -hmm. we only got what they put out oh yeah that's it mm -hmm. that is it yeah. so it was just like they put out a single we have to wait two wait months for the album, for the album. Yep. however long it was for the album yep. And then we get the album, and we have to wait again for another album. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, you know, G-Unit was putting out mixtapes. They, they, they kind of pioneered the, the whole mixtape thing. Right. Yeah, I was going to mention mixtapes kind but of the mix with tape the filler like, in between okay, that point. But You can't put out no album right now because we're under contract. Okay, we're just going to put out these mixtapes. Right. And the mixtape thing just blew up. And now it's like, that's the wave. It's like, okay... I'm gonna put out a mixtape and give y'all. Mixtape is like the. Um, it's like a promotional tool. Yeah, it's, it's the promotional tool. It's kind of like the. It's like a taste. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna give you a little taste before. Uh, the but, you, but you know, meal. but you know who kind of. And I might be there. Might be somebody else, but to me, the one that took it a little even further was Wiz Khalifa, because Wiz went ahead and said, it, especially with Orange Juice. Oh yeah, Christian Orange. He said, "You know what? Fuck it. I'm giving this for free, and it's it's like an album. I'm not even tripping about it." Christian Orange Juice. That was, was different. That was different. Christian Orange Juice is one of my That's top. I'm gonna say, I said one of my top five favorite mixtapes. Yeah. Top five favorite mixtapes uh, uh, in a long time. Right on. And when I first met him I was like man that was my introduction to you it's Christian Orange you know he's another amazing person yeah amazing I could he, when I told him I said look he was in Colony Hollywood and he came through with Amber this when they were uh, they got married and um I went over to go up to him he said come on he looked at me he's like come on like come through get past security and security grabbed me and he went over to security, like, man, let him through. Like, I said, he's cool. And, he, and they let me through. And I said, hey, man, thank you. I appreciate it. I just wanted to come over and tell you I'm a fan of the music. Um, Christian Orange Juice, is, you know, was my introduction to you. And he, he's really tall. He been down and hugged me. I was like, bro, thanks, man. Like, I appreciate it. Shook my hand and hugged me. And, and then he introduced me, which was funny. He's like, hey, this is my girlfriend, Amber. And I'm like, bro, yeah, I got it. I know. <laughs> We've been seeing. <laughs> we, I definitely know, but that's just the kind of probably guy more he than is. you want me to even yeah, say. <laughs> exactly. But that's just the kind of guy he is. He's yeah. just a really humble, cool guy, and that, like I said, that mixtape. Um, I've uh, I've listened to that mixtape a lot in a lot of different spaces. Yeah. And um, yeah, that that mixtape is great. Yeah, I'll tell you a little bit. I actually fucking found him on MySpace wow. from, from before, even before, it was like, he was just in Pittsburgh, he was in high school, yeah. and I was just, because I was like, on MySpace, and then, you know, I'd start going, alright, and I always want to check, is there somebody in Pittsburgh coming out, you know, it was always, you want to, alright, and then I'm like, 
come across him, and I'm like, who's this kid? And I'm checking him out, I'm like, damn, he's pretty good. Right. So I'm like, you know, rooting the home team, like, come on, man, I hope you do something, you know? Who else is from Pittsburgh? Is um, there any other, like, well, I was going to tell you, not known like him. He really made it. There was a, a, quite a few guys in the 90s that were coming around. Uh-huh. Um, there was this dude, Black Caesar, that was supposed to make it, I think. I don't know if it was Dre that was messing with him or not. I heard that name. But he was supposed to do something, but one that did make it, but he didn't really do the, get into the rap. Like, he didn't become a big rapper, but he's definitely a part of... It's funny, because he actually is a big part of Death Row. Uh-huh. Sam Snead. He, he was around for, like, a cool two minutes. And, and But he was... he. But the thing was, is he was he was a big part of the production of a lot of that stuff. Uh-huh. I didn't know that at the time, but until later. Better recognize. Yeah, I think a, you better recognize. Yeah. Once again, okay, yeah. But if but he he was the he he was the main he was really the main producer for um um Natural Born Killers. He was wow. like really that 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 guy. But he kept uh, he was kind of he kept in the background. But he was a part of a lot of that sound really. Wow. I didn't know that till a little later, and I've, I've not till recently. I've found some good interviews with him, and he wasn't one to like blow it up. About like oh I'm the guy he was like he's just a chill cat and stuff but but he I, I didn't realize I, I was it was interesting because I was like that's cool and then another guy that partnered um, and he was kind of big at the time back in the day his name was Mailman but he was just oh, Pittsburgh yeah, yeah. but he's Mailman's from Pittsburgh yeah but he's he's with Dre that's his wow, that's his own yeah I remember when I was a little kid actually I remember yeah but he had wow. a couple things. He was. He did a lot of production. With he was more of a production, but he he did have some local shit back there back in the day. That's he had a couple. Mel I'll, Mel I'll, was on I'll, the I'll, I'll send you some of what he. Mel Mel was on the chronic. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, so there's been some. Of the, so there's been those guys, and and it's interesting the connection. But then Wiz Khalifa, he just the cool thing about that. What I'm really happy about it, his label guy, Rostrum Records. This guy Benji. That put him on. He's from Pittsburgh. What he did, he went and worked at it. He worked for L.A. Reid at one point in New York. So whatever he learned and took from that, he brought it back. And, now he, got, he's and he got with Wiz. And I know he was like, I mean, he was already doing, he was starting to put together his label and stuff like that there. But when that came along, it was just match made. And he's right. He's still riding with him, and I, it was just I was just like, thank you, finally somebody. Because I was always when I was back there, it was always a thing of like, whether it was rap or any other music, it was always like these groups that were great or these guys that were cool. But there was no label ever, and I always and you have to go out to another city and hopefully you know type of thing. But it was just like finally a guy that like obviously was like, okay, I'm gonna do this. So. And, and got the experience, you know. So, but yeah. So checking out Wiz back then, it was, and I, I remember even chatting with him at the time, like, you know, hey man, your stuff's good, you know, stuff like that. He's super cool. Yeah. He's one of the type of people that can get along with anybody anywhere. Yeah. You know, I, I like Wiz. He's definitely. But he hustled. He and he hustled. He promoted himself really well. I mean, he didn't. You, you could tell he was. He was one of those first guys, like on that social media that was so small at yeah. the time, but it just like rode that way. Yeah. And and he and he would you could tell he interacted and shit, you know. Yeah. So smart, he hit it at the right time. But yeah. he was he should have, because he you know he has it. I knew it. I was like this guy got it. I don't know what he's gonna do, but I was like, he's, but to this level, I was like, damn. <laughs> When he did that black and yellow, I was like, oh, it's on. Yeah, black and yellow is big. LA Leakers did a uh, remix of that. Too. Yeah, when that happened, I was like, it's really on. I was like, it's. Uh, I was like, it's about. I was like, you got that respect, it's over, dude. Yeah, I, I was always a fan more so of mixtapes than the actual albums of yeah. artists. So when I heard Christian Orange Juice, I was just like, man, this is dope. Like, that I just know nice. he rapped on it and. The same thing with currency. Cool. Like I like currency's mixtape. So yeah, I'm a I think he's pretty cool with that guy too. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, currency, they're real is, close. currency is another dope artist that I like. Uh, on the, uh, yeah, you don't get talked about a lot, but he's really dope. Yeah, yeah he has I've a heard great stuff. Problem. He's pretty dope. Yeah, he's been around too. He's yeah. been around for a minute. Him yeah. and Wiz are almost like it's almost like they were at the same time almost. Yeah. yeah. But I, I remember they. Uh, I think they kind of like did some tours together and stuff like that back yeah, then. They're both heavy into the uh, marijuana consumption. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Wiz is taking the 
he took that that flag. The the younger Snoop. Yeah, Snoop. I'd yeah. say shit in Cypress Hill. Even if that was, he's not that. It's like but a mix he's like between Snoop, Cypress Hill, and Bob Marley. Yeah, yeah, all in one. All in one. But then he's got that. He could rock a style that he could looks like a fucking rocker from the '60s. Yeah. You know? Like Jimmy he could hang. Yeah, he could yeah. hang out with. And I liked that. I was like, oh, you flipped it, man. You didn't just. I like when guys, you know, I just. I just like when somebody does a little something different, you know, yeah. throw you off a little bit. Yeah, you know? definitely. But, um, yeah, that's cool. That's fucking cool, man. I'm trying to think, who, who else in the mixtape scene? Um, you know what? Gucci, man. I'm not from Atlanta, but, like, Gucci, man, has released a lot of music, and he's been on the mixtape scene. And he's been incarcerated. Oh wow! But like, I remember um, another story. Um, me and DJ Franzen, when, when I lived in Vegas, one night he was like, "Man, let's go. We, we go go to the studio." I'm like, "All right, cool." He's like, "We go go chill with Gucci in the studio." I'm like, "All right." We go to the studio, man. And Gucci's in there making. Um, Songs, I think it was. I forgot the name of it. It was like Yellow or something. I forgot. The yeah. Name. But um, one of the songs that kind of got some. They got big, yeah. And um, he was, I think I know what you It was just really like crazy to see Gucci work. And um, I, like I, I kind of talked to him, and he was super nice. He was super cool. Mm-hmm. And then I remember going out into the casino. We were at the Palms. We went out to the casino and there's Gucci man like some big ass security guards behind him all this jewelry on and all around all these white people they don't even know who he is <laughs> and they're looking at him like who is this is this dude? a prize fighter or? yeah like this big gut with all this jewelry on <laughs> so and so I see him at the table and I'm like Gucci what's up this is after we left the studio he's like oh what's up bees come here and like I walk over there and people are looking at me like who is this dude yeah yeah so, yeah, yeah but Gucci man like I respect Gucci's um, his work ethic because he, he said like what they'll do is make songs and go straight to the straight to the strip club and put it out immediately just make Smart. songs all day he wants to get the reaction and, and take it straight to the strip club I'm like man that's so yeah it's genius yeah. And like they have so much material, man. Yeah. Like I don't know nobody with as much material as Gucci hmm. at all. It's a um it's an article. Let me see if I can find it. It says over the years Gucci has released thirty one projects and nearly five hundred songs from prison. Wow. I think he done beat Slick Rick. <laughs> and that's from Double XL. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Damn. 500 songs, 31 projects. So how? What are you doing on the phone? Yeah, he's on. It's already the material is already laid out. It's yeah, just yeah, a yeah. Matter of yeah, getting the, the just lyrics. putting it out. It's already. Oh, so all of it was recorded. Oh, already. yeah, all of it oh, is okay. recorded. Now he's not recording from prison, but yeah. it's just music. Well, music, music, I was gonna. Music. Well, I was gonna also because I I'm thinking like I mean. In, Different circumstances. I don't know what happened. What, Unfinished what, songs or stuff like that. Well, I knew Slick Rick would have a thing at the time when he he was in for a while. Is that that Adventures of Slick Rick? That shit came out like in I think eighty eight or maybe eighty seven, whatever. Like long time. And then he got in. I forget when he got put in. Like ninety one, maybe. I don't know. Sure, but that fucking record, man. I'm telling you. I swear, even up until some point in the late 90s was still... Like, and you'll hear still shit from that to this day. Mm-hmm. Children's Story, all Oh, yeah, that. Children's Story is You could still throw classic. that on in a club. Yeah. But that album, I, its popularity was still, like... It still felt like a fresh album, like, for, for a few years and stuff. But, but with him, he would... Uh, I know that he would have points where he would get out for a second, and, and then they would get in the studio real quick. But he didn't knock out no fucking 500 songs, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> the, the work ethic is crazy. Damn. And he's a le- like that's why Gucci is a legend in the South. Right? Okay, he's a legend, period. But like, his what did what did he get put in for? All kind of stuff. I, I don't remember um, exactly what he got put in for last, but he always ends up getting caught up or something. Oh, okay. um, yeah, like man. I, when I read that, I was like, wow, thirty-one projects, 
500 songs. I know people that have careers yeah, that's, for a lifetime that don't make 500 no. songs. Yeah, that's that's way up there. And that's from prison. That's way crazy. So that's pretty dope. So shout out to Gucci too. So. Yep. Shout out. I was gonna. Um, what do you? I meant to ask. So, um, you like uh, Schoolboy Q? Yeah. You know what? I've checked out a few things. A couple things of his. I like. I like Schoolboy Q. I, I haven't like sat down and like, listened to um, a full project. Yeah. Of Q. Me either. Um, I'm not gonna lie about that. A lot of people be lying. Like, oh, I'm a fan. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, like, yeah. If I don't know, I'm not gonna sit up yeah, there and too. try to act like I do. I just thought of him. I, right. I went after the last time, and I was like, oh shit. But um, I don't want to make sure to bring him up. I like, I like the fact that you know he's from, he's from the hood. He has his own style. Yeah. Um, he, from what I've, all the songs that I've heard and played, like on Shade Forty Five or. His singles that he's had on the radio, I like them. Yeah, know? I just haven't really never sat down and check out the whole body of work. work. Yeah, you know? um, but yeah, school school work is dope. Um, the stuff I heard from Ab Soul has been pretty cool, and I haven't really sat down with his projects neither. But I respect anybody, man, with their own style and just out there working hard. Yeah, you know, that's what I say, just working. So yeah, they and they're all from. You know, Carson, L.A., yeah. Compton. That's what I'm saying. So kind of getting like a good proof cats coming out from yeah, different parts all, of L.A. That's all hometown. Yeah. So. That's good. It's getting some different flavor. Because yeah. it seemed, I know for a minute, you know, it was, especially because of the way it was, because of the, you're just, everybody was relying on a record label and the whole machine of it. But at the time when, you know, gangster rap was so huge, and the NWA, Death Row. It just seemed like all you could. The LA sound had to be that, yeah. and anybody, the far side or some of the off, it was like, you know, yeah, that was, it didn't want to. It was kind of weird line, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was like, you know, I miss that though, man. I wish, but like, it was good to have that. But now it's what's cool because there isn't the same. It's a different scenario. Like, not not that those that's necessarily the setup now, but like. But uh, if there's something, okay, for instance, like a YG can exist at the same time as a school book Q. Right, right, and it's two it, different and lands. It, and it's two different lands, and, you know, but it's still um, L.A., you know, get it's, that it's, feel. It's these rappers from uh, from Portland that are pretty dope. Um, I'm seeing the video for them. Um, Mike Bogan and Vinny Dwayne, they're like, it's like a, it's a street flow with Vinny. And then with Mike Bogan, it's like the 90s hip-hop influence, but still current yeah. rap. And they're amazing. They're amazing. I'm going to be doing... Yeah, uh, we're going to all be up. doing an EP together Oh, okay. Um, soon. So we're going to be doing that, shooting videos for it. Um, it's it's going to be great, man. So definitely, um, you know, for those that are listening, definitely... Exclusive, you heard it here. Yeah. Um, look out for Vinny Dwayne, Mike Bogan. They got a song out right now called um, Easy. You can look it up on YouTube. Um, okay. It's a, it's a video. I'll, include, I'll, I'll, video. I'll, I'll, I'll try to include that link or we'll tweet it this this, this week too. Yeah, yeah, for it, sure. Yeah, that's, that was my introduction to, to um, Vinny. I'd already had a prior introduction to Mike, but that really made me fall in love with the music. And um, we linked up and ended up becoming real good friends and just talking you know it's always about the music it's always yep. about the culture so we're gonna we decided like yo we're all in good positions we all got a fan base we all have like a certain goal that we're trying to reach like yo sure let's do an EP you know nice. let's shoot these videos they shoot their own videos nice they're very talented so um definitely so, so talk about your you do production too yeah 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 I do production um I haven't done any for any artists yet. I'm still trying to master it. Okay. Master that. Um, but yeah, like, I'm also working with a couple of other artists. Um, one Red Bull artist and another um, independent artist. Um, so those projects, I'm going to be working with them soon. And I'll talk a little bit more about them probably on the next podcast. But yeah, it's like anything for the culture, I'm trying to 
especially if I like it and the music yeah. is good, I'm trying to help push it, you yeah. know, yeah, to be okay. a part of it because I believe in it. Right. Know, so. But yeah, Mike Bogan, Benny Duane, definitely look out for them. They got a lot of dope music out. And once he finished this, I'll just show you the video. It's pretty dope. Yeah, pretty definitely. Dope. No, that, yeah, there's been coming across a lot of guys, people recently hitting Twitter, hitting me up. And, just and like, they're all independent, too. Yeah. You know, they all have their own movement and just like... If you know so them, cool. you know them, but if you don't, you kind of like, who are those guys? Right. And once you hear the music, it's like, wow. I'll check that out. Yeah. So shout out to them. Shout out to Portland. Yeah, um, Northwest doing it. Yeah. Seattle. I look forward to I look forward to the projects, man. Like, we got a good plan and a good format of how we're going to do things. So pretty soon, man, pretty soon. Just timing. So what do you like to work with uh, as far as, like, Production, production, beat making, and otherwise. Um, I have to say, you don't, have to any, you don't have to give any secrets. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, my boy, Young Jay, um, he helped me like learn Fruity Loops. Yeah, um, I and Fruity Loops is like, I let you hear some of the some of the things, uh, some of the songs I made to our Fruity Loops. Um, it's just, yeah. it's user friendly. It is. And you don't need a lot, you know, you don't need a, um, all these extra things, all this extra shit. You just need a, a mini keyboard and your computer and you can go to work, yeah. you know, and some samples and just, you know, different stuff. So yeah, I love that. I, I've messed with it. I like it, man. Yeah, I love it. So yeah. I'm at, I, I've learned it probably by like a month to where I was comfortable with using yeah. it, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. That's definitely my um, my choice. You know, Mustard works off the loops. What you little beats? Um, Michael made it. Zay told me. Right. Like a lot of yeah. There's a slew. I'm sure everybody. Even if that's not all the time they're using it. Um, Drake's produced a couple of Drake's producers work off there, so it's a credible. Um, and oh, of course, yeah. oh, Soldier yeah. Boy, you know, that's a, he, he got his start, he made his own yeah. shit off there. But um, it, honestly, it's really not what you use, it's how you use it. Yep. So everybody has their own preference of what they like. Some people like reasons, some people like, um, they like using Ableton, right. you know, Logic. Right. For me, it was, for me, it's Fruity Loops. So right. I think I'll be that way for a while. You know? Yeah. Until I can find something else or until something else pops up. But, um, yeah, that's that's what I, I'm using. And I say probably within the next year or two, I'll be, you know, getting some placements and working on it. I did get a placement for um, for an independent movie mm -hmm. for a couple of songs. Uh, a couple of my instrumentals went on an independent um, movie. Nice. So that, that's pretty cool. Congrats, man. Yeah, thank you. And I was fresh out the studio off like four or five beats. Nice. And it was like, oh, I like this. Let me have it. I'm like, that's, okay. Uh, like, yeah, that's yeah, good. That's you know, good, so, man. Because that every bit helps. Yeah, you know, get mean, that out there. Does, so that's big. Yeah. So yeah, I look forward to doing that. The production. I love the production. Shit, it's, it's fun. Yeah, it is. It's fun. Being creative is definitely always like a, a plus. Tell me, do. I mean, because I know a lot of people, it's like people email stuff back and forth and kind of put things together, but, and I know they get in the studio, but do, do you still see decent, like, pretty good amount of collaboration in studios? Whether it, whether it's a home situation or a, a bigger situation? It depends on the circle. It yeah. depends on who it is collaborating. And, like, with everything now, it's like, I could do a song and email it to you in New Zealand. Yeah. And you could, you could do email it, yeah. it back and as long as you got a good engineer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just still getting used to the idea. I get it, but, you know, yeah, I, I, mean, I like that part up, of in the studio, you know. Oh, yeah. At least some part, kid, some part of it. That's how everybody did it. Yeah. Like, being in the studio together, but now everybody's on a different schedule. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know how We have the convenience. Yeah, the convenience <laughs> cuts all that shit out. Like, no, I get nah, it. We're not spending money yeah, on plane tickets right. to go way over there <laughs> where we can just send them this shit. So. Yeah, it's not as a... I just wonder, I always wonder if that, uh, 
it's does not have an effect to some degree or not, you know? Yeah, a lot of the artists don't even, a lot of these artists never even met each other face to face and they've doing, done songs together. Yeah, or they never they performed together face to face. But um, that's the benefit of it, but at the same time, I think being in the studio, it's nothing like it. Yeah. It's not, yeah that's where I, I think that's where the real magic comes in. At. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just feel that way too. I, I think it's awesome, that it, and I, I'm not, I'm not so like it's got to be that way. I get it. there's nothing wrong with how it is now with, with sharing and, and sending shit, oh, no. and um, it doesn't it doesn't uh, doesn't have to take away from anything. Because at one point they were doing it with the ISDN line, and that was expensive as shit. And then you had a delay, and it was like a headache to do that shit. But so if anything. Because that's gone, it's better. Because you know, you're, you're, it's actually coming together. I think better than it used to. But I wonder why everybody wants to call me when I'm on the when, when you're on talking. Everybody, their ears are burning. Man, he must be doing something. Facetimes, all kind of people trying to. <laughs> it's like, yo, any other time my phone would not be ringing. Well, eventually, when we get a different setup. Hey, we'll fucking put them on. Even, yeah, don't, don't even just, tell them. Just, just put them on. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. We want to throw some, try to keep some, you know, put some humor here and there too. You know? Oh yeah, that'd definitely be fun. Yeah, so look forward to that. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me. Again. Yeah, definitely, man. This is fun. Cool. Uh, I, I'm loving this, and I hope everybody that's gotten to listen so far um, appreciates it. And you know, yes. this this is something we're going to be continuing, as we said. Yeah. Um, we're gonna develop our little name that we want to use. Yeah, we, <laughs> so if I know you have y'all want like, What the hell is this shit called? We'll figure it out. Yeah, if you have a suggestion, throw it our way. Please, we'll at least look at it. I'm bad with coming up for names. I'm, I'm gonna be yeah. sad when I gotta name my daughter and my son. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a long day. But, but uh, uh, yeah, if you want to get in contact with me, my uh, social media is B Easy the DJ. That's B A Z Y the DJ. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Everyone website. Me website so. And if you want to hit me up, it's uh, Nate in LA, the number one. Nate, N A T E N L A, one. And you, or you could just look up Crash and you'll find me on, online. And um, yeah, follow me and you know, tell us tell us what you think or. You know, if you don't if you don't like it, that's fine too. Let us yeah, know. Let us know. Whether you like it or don't. <laughs> Just let you your friends like know it, about it. If you don't like it, kiss my ass. Yeah. And um, you can also look us up. Uh, I have a SoundCloud. You can look me up on SoundCloud and on MixCloud. Um, same same thing. Be easy to DJ. B A Z Y the DJ on MixCloud and SoundCloud. So if you want to hear some music, previous mixes, Shade Forty Five mixes, R and B mixes. Um, Look it up, man. I hope you enjoy it and share it and listen to it and make babies to the R&B mixes and all that stuff. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. We're out. This is going out. To all the live motherfuckers, know what I'm saying? All the real niggas. Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, California, La Bella, Puerto Rico, wherever the fuck you from. Takes place back in the South Bronx. We're at the age of 14. I was already knocking on pumps. Yeah. The suckers were scared to death. Every time I walk by, I hear the niggas take their last breath. See, I just didn't give a fuck. And if you had a sea skin, I let the bomber you was getting stuck. Word. That was the way it was. One day I went to visit my aunt and stuck up my cuz. See, shit was fucked up back then. No matter what the fuck I did, I never had no ends. And my mom's was on welfare. Hey, yo, I knew I had a father, but the nigga was never there.